0: All righty, everybody. Good morning. Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. The preseason is coming to an end this weekend. Last set of games. Hopefully, uh, players can stay healthy. Uh, that, that's going to be key here. And uh, fantasy owners, have a couple of weeks to kind of uh, assess what's going to happen before the season starts, Wiz.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think uh, <clears throat> most of the drafts usually take place... Uh, course of next weekend uh, maybe even you know right around labor day it depends if you do your draft online or in person but uh i know that <clears throat> starting next uh, friday that i have a bunch of drafts in a row and i know you do uh, as well so uh Kind of, you know, getting uh, getting ready for it and uh, doing some final uh, prep work as well.
0: Yeah, I, I guess one question I have was I'm not I'm not exactly sure on this exact point, but uh, this will be the last week weekend of preseason games. Are, are we expecting cuts as soon like the full rosters? Is there a particular date that's actually slated? Because um, I'm because it's a little because fr- remember they they've cut the preseason down so. Are we looking at Tuesday or Wednesday of next week as final rosters being developed or teams being given a little bit more time this year?
1: No, I think Tuesday is the final day. It is Tuesday, okay. Yep.
0: So so you'll have in place everything that you need to know by then and obviously teams preparing for week one, that first kickoff game, which will be the Bills against the Rams. Uh, not, not not this coming Thursday, but the the Thursday after, and uh, yeah, ex- exciting stuff for sure. And uh, you know, was it for this podcast? We we did this last couple of years, and uh, I, I think uh, it was received well. And uh, we're going to go down that same road again. Uh, a lot of developments occur over the course of the preseason, and uh, players start to move. Uh, up the ranks, down the ranks, but uh, I, in this particular podcast was, we're going to address players that uh, that are kind of being hyped up and uh, it's either do you believe that hype or that person is actually not your type.
1: Yeah, let's start, let's get right to it. Let's go to the quarterback position. Uh, for me, anyhow, there's three players, one at the very, very top, one kind of that's moving in the quarterback one area and then one kind of a little further down. So I'm going to start at the top. Justin Herbert, who um, the more people I speak to kind of have Justin Herbert as quarterback one overall. Um, something that's uh, pretty unusual for a quarterback that's uh, only a few years into his NFL career. So I ask you as far as quarterback number one overall, Justin Herbert, are you believing the hype or in terms of that, he's not your type? No,
0: I'm, I'm very comfortable with it. Wiz. um, you know, he had a remarkable rookie season statistically. He backed it up with an even stronger uh, second-year performance. Uh, I think this is an offensive line that gets better and better. Uh, it's an, it's another year on, under a new head coach. I, I think this is a team with a purpose. It'll be a better defense most likely as well. Uh, he's got weapons galore on this offense. Uh, you know, and I think when we look at Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes and and Brady, obviously, coming off of a, a historic season last year as well, but uh, I'm pretty comfortable with the notion that Justin Herbert is is equal to the task uh, to be the number one quarterback uh, in fantasy this coming year.
1: Yeah, and I, get, you know, I could be, you know, persuaded in, in that direction as well if someone gave me reasons why they feel Josh Allen or, you know, Lamar Jackson is going to get back to those uh, crazy rushing totals, whatever. But certainly, I think you made uh, you make good points. As to why he could be, uh, and in some instances, should be quarterback one overall. Uh, The next quarterback is Trey Lance. Uh, This is some transformation what's going on here uh it's gone from a couple of months ago where you know the 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 49ers may keep garoppolo around they're not sure if trey lance hasn't uh, played a lot of football the last few years to you know him being in that area to where he could be drafted in the top 12 to where i've seen some people say that he is a bet for um MVP of the league, you know, great odds on him, take a shot on him. So I ask you, Trey Lance, are you buying
0: bond- the hype? Uh, so uh, I'm not going to buy the hype. First of all, that, that notion that this guy is going to be potential MVP candidate, I think borders on ludicrous. Um, I think you're going to see a player who in a lot of weeks is going to – kind of similar what you saw from Jalen Hurts last season – Uh, where there was a number of weeks that Jalen Hurts was able to elevate your fantasy team to a very high level. Uh, But there are other weeks where you just wanted to strangle the player. I think uh, Trey Lance will definitely have some issues week to week in terms of consistency, uh, in terms of his uh, efficiency. Uh, he does have a talented team around him. Uh, this is a this is an offensive line that's not as good as it was last year. Retirements and injuries have, have worn on the line. Obviously, Lance is more uh, is much more uh, adept, adept at uh, running the football, so we'll see that a lot more. Uh, so for me, I'm still going to be uncomfortable if you're going to tell me Trey Lance. I'm going to go into a draft with him as my number one quarterback. I'm still under, un- uncomfortable with that notion. With so for me, not buying the hype.
1: So he's not your type, Trey Lance. And, and, and you know, when you watch Trey Lance play, I think these last couple of weeks, <clears throat> even a preseason football is a good indication of what you're going to get, where he's capable of these highlight reel plays, these long touchdown passes. And then in the game most recently, <clears throat> he missed like an eight-yard pass to George Kittle that was wide open that would have been a first down. So I think that's what you're going to get, <clears throat> some um, inconsistent plays. So... <clears throat> I'm with you on um, on Trey Lance. I'm not bu- I'm not buying the hype. Yeah,
0: and, and let me let me just add like if if Trey Lance was one of my quarterbacks on my roster, if I, de- I decided I wanted to go uh, in a different direction uh, in terms of okay, I'm gonna. Draft Trey Lance, and I'm also going to back him up with kind of a more seasoned guy. Whether, well, not even back him up. I'm going, to, I'm going to play this game where I try to decide yeah. week to week who I'm going to start a quarterback. And I'm talking about players like Derek Carr, uh, like Kirk Cousins, who are a little bit further down the list, maybe even an Aaron Rodgers, who's kind of moved just outside the top 10 this year, uh, which I'm yeah. actually not comfortable mm-hmm. with. But that's, that's the way I'm going to play that with, with Trey Lance yeah. if, if I decide to own that player.
1: Yeah, I think that's what you're going to get. You're going to get some sprinkled quarterback, one mixed in, but inconsistent play as well. And the last quarterback for me is Kenny Pickett, who seems like, you know, no matter what Trubisky is going to do, how he's going to play, that it's just a matter of time. And um, there is just all of this hype. And uh, it was really, um, you know, emphasized by Deontay Johnson Uh, the other day uh, in in a soundbite just saying that Kenny Pickett just looks amazing. So I ask you, as far as Kenny Pickett, not only getting the starting job, but becoming fantasy football relevant at quarterback this year. Are you buying that hype, or is he not your type?
0: Uh, Not my type. Uh, A a rookie with a bad line, with talented uh, skill skill position players in in Harris as a pass catcher, Fryermuth as a tight end, and and the three receivers, Claypool, Deontay Johnson, and, and George Pickens, so, talented group of players, but, you know, this is this is a rookie. It's going to take time. Um, I think, overall, when you look at the pass attempts, Wiz, a lot of them have been kind of more of the short variety than down the field. And we've seen many times before when quarterbacks are getting started in this league, a, a little bit of kid gloves is put on those players. So, uh, while I think Kenny Pickett will eventually be, be a starter and people will become more comfortable with him, uh, it's a little too early for me to kind of believe that hype. So, for me, not my type, Wiz.
1: Yeah, I'm right with
0: you as well. Did you have any quarterbacks on your list? Well, I had Trey Lance, so that was one guy. Uh, and the other guy I'm, I am going to talk about um, and, and player we've we've discussed before on this podcast. But at this point in time, I believe he's, by most prognosticators, uh, not by mine, uh, he's being listed as a top five to top seven quarterback. Uh, and that's Jalen Hurts um there's been a lot of talk about his chemistry with A.J. Brown Uh, obviously Devonta Smith is there uh, Dallas Goddard uh, another year again with his offensive with with his head coach uh, Nick Sirianni um so I ask Wiz you know at this point in time I I think we would agree that right Jalen Hurts is kind of in that five to seven range in terms of rankings and and I think he's I think people have become a little bit more comfortable with the notion that Jalen Hurts is going to really make a material difference as a as a QB one this year. So I believe he's kind of moved into that territory. Are, are you believing that notion, or is that a little bit too aggressive at this point?
1: Yeah, he's not going to be my type in that in that in that range. Um, I just feel he's one of these quarterbacks that is going to be more productive for a fantasy. in in real game and real NFL situations. And that's fine because we're just drafting fantasy football. But I I just don't really trust it as far as, you know, I have guys that I prefer in that group if I'm given a choice. Uh, So for me, as far as a top five QB, um, Jalen Hurts is not my type.
0: All right. Good stuff was all right. So let's go. Uh, let's go over to the running back position. I'll kick us off at that position, and uh, I think there's been a marked change in in feelings about Javante Williams, uh, who had a very very solid rookie season, but basically split the uh, running back duties down the middle uh, with Melvin Gordon. Uh, average four and a half yards a carry. Can catch the football. He's now going to be on a way better offense, given the fact that Russell Wilson is here. Uh, Javante Williams is starting to enter, in my opinion, was top ten uh, in terms of lists. Um, I'm actually starting to become more comfortable with that. Uh, some of the comments that even Mel- Melvin Gordon has made. Uh, so for me, you know, I am thinking, in fact, that uh, you know, one player that's going to make that mark change and, and and move up up the ladder is going to be Javante Williams this year. Uh, so that's my opinion on it. Are you believing that hype, Wiz, or is that not your type?
1: No, no I'm believe I'm, I'm believing that hype. Uh, he's got the trifecta going for him, right? He's got um, an, an offensive coach. He's got a tremendous quarterback, and he's making that jump from rookie to second year, which we've seen over and over again. Guys look like a different player, more confident, and he's getting, you know, from his first year to his second year, and for Melvin Gordon, he's a year older for a running back. So, uh, Javante Williams, um, I'm, I'm believing the hype.
0: All right. The next play I want to talk about is Travis Etienne. We know he missed all of last season with the Jacksonville Jaguars with that foot injury. Uh, you know, James Robinson is recovering from that late season Achilles injury, uh, now back on the field. Uh, but Travis at the end, in almost every single draft, is going well beyond uh, James Robinson, number one uh, and, and number two. Uh, Travis Etienne is 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 moving up lead, uh, moving up those uh, uh, ranking boards uh, very very quickly to kind of get in that fifteen to twenty range in terms of running backs go. Uh, with uh, again, a, a, with a coach now in, in Peterson, uh, who who knows how to use running backs. His offense is definitely slated to that. Uh, are you believing the hype in Etienne or not your type?
1: He's not my type. He's a better running back between the tackles. Now, Etienne, this is another situation where he can give you terrific fantasy value because he's going to catch all cut of passes. He obviously played co- his college career with you know Trevor Lawrence, so they have that familiarity with each other, that's that's a plus as well. But as far as that range, I'm not buying it. I think at the end of the day, um, James Robinson will be much better at goal lines, short yardage, rushing between the tackles. So in that range, uh, he's not my type.
0: Okay, Uh, next guy I want to talk about is is Ramondre Stevenson, and uh, I'm I'm waiting to hear uh, what happens in terms of injury, what happened last night with Ty Montgomery, who is expected to take away some of those kind of James White, uh, Brandon Bolden-type duties uh, in this New England offense, which, again, remember, no Josh McDaniel. I'm not really sure who's calling plays yet. Uh, in a lot of rankings, Wiz, there, there are people that have started to move Stevenson ahead of Damian Harris. Um, it's always kind of a headache when it comes to New England running backs. Uh, but again, Demandre Stevenson, if he's not above Damian Harris in, in a lot of these rankings, he's neck and neck with him. Uh, so on this player, Wiz, I ask, uh, buying the hype or not your type? For me, I'm... I'm going to wait for that outcome, actually, on the Ty Montgomery uh, injury from last night, which I'm not really sure. I, I would say this. If that injury is a significant enough injury, that kind of changes my – before I, doing this podcast, uh, I was going to say I, I like Harris still a little bit better than ha- uh, Stevenson. But if that injury is a serious one to Ty Montgomery, that changes my thought process, was
1: So I'm buying the hype on the player. I'm not buying the hype – You know, I'm buying the hype on the player, but he's not my type based on the situation, the team, and and all of that above. So I I think he's one of these players that is kind of ranked appropriately, kind of like, you know, right with um, Harris. Um, That's the way it should be. But certainly uh, Montgomery, who is playing well, if he's out for uh, any significant time, or out um, for the year, certainly I'm with you. That moved Stevenson up as well.
0: All right. the last two guys are rookies and uh, they are definitely making the biggest moves up draft boards for different reasons. The first guy is Brian Robinson, uh, Alabama running back, rookie for the Washington football team. Not a good offensive line, probably not a good offense but Antonio Gibson has seemed to have moved into the doghouse for Ron Rivera. Uh, He's playing special teams a lot more. He fumbled the football a lot last year, didn't stay healthy at times. Maybe they use him a little bit differently this year but Brian Robinson as a result is moving up the boards. And the other player, on Houston Texans, and it's Damian Pierce, uh, another player that's definitely rising very, very quickly. Uh, he's not backed up by a lot of talented running backs in Houston. Uh, in Rex Burkhead, who's now 32 years old, Marlon Mack, who has failed to recover from a significant injury a couple of years ago and was let go by the Colts this past year. So... Uh, You know, Wiz, when I look at these two players, I I like the situation in Houston a lot better. I think it's going to be a better offense. I think it's a better offensive line. So for me, I'm buying the hype on Pierce. Uh, I'm just a little bit more cautious on Robinson just because I I just don't like Washington's offense and the team in general. Uh, So I'll I'll be a little bit more reserved on that one, Wiz. So let um, let
1: me take Pierce first. I'm buying the hype on the player. But he is not going to be the third-down guy. And the problem with that, so then him and another player that may be on a different team is you have to feel like the game script is going to be the Texans are going to be trailing a lot of these games. They're going to be um, third and long in games they're trailing, two-minute drill, and it looks like it's going to be Rex Burkhead. I mean, they both of those players played um, – and recently, yesterday, I think it was the day before, and and that's exactly what was happening. Uh, Burkhead was coming in on, on passing downs, and I think he's going to be um, that much of a thorn in the side to, um, while I buy the hype on Pierce, I'm just concerned that he's not going to get a lot of receptions, which really uh, improves a player's value. So, um yeah, so I'm really, I'm really buying the hype on Pierce as a player, but uh, not so much uh, on the situation. And as far as Robin, it, yeah, Gibson, Gibson's a really good player. So I just find it hard to believe that Gibson is going to be, you know, standing next to Ron Rivera uh, for the for the whole game. I think he's too good of a player. And then you still have J.D. McKissick, who is going to be all of the guy, the guy that gets the receptions, the third down, games they're losing, two-minute drill. So, for all those reasons, I'm higher on Pierce. I like both players, but I'm not particularly buying the hype on either of guys, maybe where their ATB is, a- ATP is at the moment.
0: All right, good stuff. I, that's all I have running back. with. any guys you want to add to it?
1: Yeah, a lot of those same guys. We had, we had similar guys. So, I'm just going to move to wide receiver. Uh, Michael Pittman is one of these guys where you watch him play and think, wow, um, tremendous potential, his size, the way he catches the ball. And Our reports are that he, him and Matt Ryan are just clicking at an unbelievable level. And uh, Michael Pittman is en- entering wide receiver one status. So I ask you, Michael Pittman, are you buying the hype on that? Or is he not
0: your type? So uh, I I love Michael Pittman as a player. Uh, it's a situation where number one, it's a it's it's a establishing a relationship with a new quarterback. Number number two, it's a team that wants to run the football first. So while I think he's going to have a lot of big games and I think he's going to have a very excellent season, uh, I there are other guys that I would entertain in terms of number one wide receivers. So I'm not fully buying the hype on on Michael Pittman Jr.
1: All right, and then I'm just going to give you, you know, you could take them in whatever order you want, but, you know, some of these rookies are just off the charts with the hype they're getting. Uh, Kansas City, you know, anytime you have a rookie receiver, pass catcher, you know, with Patrick Mahomes throwing the ball, it has to pique your interest. George Pickens, I mean, there isn't one report about the, when you hear anything about the Steelers where George Pickens isn't the lead story. Uh Garrett Wilson. If you listen to um, if you if you uh, listen to Lewis Riddick talk, you think he's the next coming of Calvin Johnson, um, with his unbelievable catches and all of that. And then last, but certainly not least, on the hype train is Romeo Dobbs. So I ask you, with these rookies, Sky Moore, George Pickens, Garrett Wilson, Romeo Dobbs, are you believing the hype on any of them, or are they all not your type?
0: So I think um, th- this is a tricky one. So for, for Moore, I'm definitely going to say not my type. I just think there are just too many options in the Kansas City offense. Uh, there'll be games where Moore has very solid uh, games and he'll contribute to this offense. But I think it's going to be spread spread around in Kansas City quite a lot. Uh, I don't expect him to come in and do anything near what, what Tyree Kill did. He's a different type of player as well. Uh, so not believing that hype on that player. Um I, I, I'm not a significant believer in, in 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 Claypool as well as you aren't. Um, so for Pickens, the issue actually is the fact that they do not have a top tier quarterback, uh, and and that kind of kind of backs me away from the player. While if if we're talking about Pickens on a different football team, I'm going to have a different impression of the player, but. On this team as it stands right now, I just think the, the, we'll get that inconsistent quarterback play that won't be enough to kind of entertain my uh, the hype train that currently is underway. So not my type there, again, not a player that I'm not going to believe in, but I think it's a little premature. That's what I would say. So probably more allure, allure in dynasty leagues, Wiz. That's what I would say on that player. Um, in terms of Garrett Wilson, I, it kind of falls into the same situation. Like I think there's a, there's a case to be made, Wiz, that the New York Jets football team would be a better football team if Joe Flacco was the quarterback all year, but that's not going to be the case. They've made the investment in, in Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson will be back from that in knee injury. Uh, I think if you told me that Flacco was going to end up uh, quarterbacking most of these games, I'd be a little bit bigger believer in, in Garrett Wilson. I think Elijah Moore is going to be the more important uh, receiver to own for the, for the Jets football team. I also think Barrios will continue to make noise as well. Uh, so not my type on, on Garrett Wilson. And for Dubs, he kind of is the converse for me uh, as Pickens goes, right? You're in an offense where you're trying to establish a new elite receiver here where Devontae Adams has moved on uh, Alan Lazard has kind of been mentioned as a de facto number one receiver. Uh, Christian Watson drafted last year, but slow to get on the field with his injuries. So Dobbs has kind of taken the, uh, the opening that he's seen and made a lot of it. Uh, obviously, he's been talked about by the coach, by the, by the quarterback, uh, and he's, you know, <laughs> let's face it, Aaron Rodgers, two in a row uh, MVPs. So so for me, I'm, I'm more on Romeo Dobbs uh, just because of his situation, hype train than the other players was.
1: See, I, I, for me, for me, the one disagreement or the one, a different way that i have looking at it is Skymore, um, because t- when it comes to these situations, I'm looking at the depth chart, and I'm not a believer in scaling, and I'm not a believer in McCall Hardman. So I'm looking at the competition for receptions, as obviously Travis Kelsey won, and obviously Juju Smith-Schuster is there as well, who's in my book – a clearly a better receiver than Hardman or mm, Scandling. So I'm looking at the competition, and so I'm going I'm to give a longer look to Sky Moore, and I'm really going to keep my eye on Juju Smith-Schuster, who hasn't been able to step on the field. Um, so I, I think there's a, there, there could be a real case. and Moore could be more involved in the Kansas City offense than some people think. So while I kind of agree – on the other players, uh, Sky Moore, a little different view on that. I'm, I think I'm a little bit more interested in Sky in Moore.
0: All right, very good. Uh, I have two other receivers I do want to talk about. No, number one is C.D. Lamb, who I am seeing, at least by most people's accounts, top five, top six type guy for this year. Um there are parts of that that I'm uncomfortable with. Uh, we have a situation developing in Dallas where the offensive line is slowly breaking down. Obviously, Amari Cooper is not on the other side of the football right now. Uh, at this point in time, Michael Gallup is not going to get on the field at least to start the season. Uh, you know, there's always a concern when when there's less uh, capable bodies on the field with, and how much attention is definitely drawn on on the, on the next guy. And that uh, obviously, uh, C.D. Lamb's being elevated. For me, I just think a little bit too high ranking. So I'm going to say for me, CeeDee Lamb at that ranking point, while I love the player, not my type at that that price point. That's what I would say to you. And the other guy is Mike Thomas, um, who has definitely moved up uh, the fact that he got back on the field, but now it seems like he's dealing with an injury again. Uh, I'm I'm just I'm just super skeptical of Mike Thomas at this point in time. Wiz. I am going to make Mike Thomas someone else's problem. I'm not buying any hype on him. Chris Olave and Jarvis Landry are also here. Uh, so for me, count me as the guy who's going to let somebody else draft Michael Thomas this year. Yes,
1: yeah, so I'm with you on one and, and disagree on the other. I'm completely my type. Uh, you know, a guy just hasn't been on the field and – now a hamstring injury and that's the type of thing that just on any given play it could be you know a little bit of a reactivation, or something that linger with him and all of that stuff so i'm with you as far as him moving up the adp rankings as far as my not my type but i'm gonna buy the hype on cd lamb i think he's gonna be playing in the slot that's his natural position um and I, and I realize one way of looking at it, there's no Amari Cooper. Michael Gallup may not start. You know, the defense is going to be focusing on him. That may be true, but I, I just think he's good enough of a receiver. He's such a clever route runner. He's so good after the catch that um, I'm looking at the range of receivers. And, uh, you know, C.D. Lamb, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy the hype.
0: Okay. All right. Good stuff. Um, all right. Tight end, Wiz. I only have one guy, Wiz. And, and the fact of the matter is um, – I'm going to let somebody else do this uh, in terms of, I, I know he had a tremendous rookie season in which he only had one touchdown. Uh, and I'm talking about Kyle Pitts. Um, you've got two new quarterbacks in town in Mariota and Ritter. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna say I think we'll see both quarterbacks on the field at different times this year. Um, but for me, ranking Kyle Pitts at number three before guys like Dallas, uh, Dalton Schultz and maybe even Kittle and Waller at this point in time, uh, I, I'm slightly uncomfortable with that, Wiz, and I think, for me, it's about quarterback play. While while the player is super talented, I think he's going to be met with a lot of inconsistency and also draw a tremendous amount of attention. Uh, so count me as the guy who's not exactly buying that full hype train on Kyle Pitts.
1: Yeah, I mean, when I looked at the tight end, I came out with zero players, because, I, I similar to you, and, you know, you um, who, who I understand what you're talking about, you know, it just it didn't look like there was... Too many players to me, kind of like the rankings where uh, where they were basically um, months and months ago. Not much movement at all as far as ADP at the tight end position goes. But I understand the concern. I do not like the quarter quarterback play at all for um, for the Falcons. So I ask you if you're getting into that range where. Those guys are becoming available because you also had some negative thoughts on Waller and his injury. So if you're getting in that area, are you either going to attack it with either Kelsey or Andrews or you're just going to wait it out and get a different type of tight end much, much later? Is that your process with the tight end position this year? Because it seems like... You definitely have some concerns for Waller and Pitts as well in that area.
0: Correct, and I'd say for me, definitively, Dalton Schultz is the number three tight end in fantasy football this year. Was
1: okay. So if you're going to pick a guy in that range, you know Kittle, Waller, Schultz, you know Schultz, uh, Kyle Pitts, Hawkinson, your pick is going to be Schultz. And I think, and I think that's you know that's if I'm looking at those guys and, and someone saying to me who's the safest bet, the 70, 75 catches, um, I'm with you. It's Dalton Jones.
0: All right. Good stuff. Very good, Wiz. All right, so that's going to wrap it up for uh, Believe the Hype, We're Not My Type. Uh, we'll be back with another podcast shortly, but uh, a fantastic job, Wiz. Uh, certainly uh, looking forward to everything that's about to happen uh, in terms of drafts and uh Roster decisions, all of that sort of thing. Uh, Lots of fun this time of the year. So Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Uh, Again, we're going to keep coming at you uh, in the preseason and, uh, of course, during the season. So make sure you're subscribing. Uh, And Wiz, talk to you in a little bit.
1: You got it.